All right, we're back for week eight. Uh, I dare say, Adam, we're on fire right now. I'm just gonna throw that out there. Uh, yeah, we're we did we did pretty well last week. Yeah. Pretty well. So before we get into that, I always mention this at the end of the episode. I need to mention it at the beginning of the episode. Uh, make sure you go check us out on threestarrecruits.com for the betting blogs where there's more write-ups as well as the daily fantasy. If you guys are into that, Mike has been killing it in that. Um, and check us out on Twitter. Follow us on Twitter for more picks, info. And if you just want to be entertained while we roast people on Twitter, uh, at the number three, starrecruits.com or at Twitter, I'm sorry. All right, so let's talk about last week. I'm going to go back two weeks, my man. I'm six and two in the last two weeks. I'm actually doing better on this than I am our pool that we do. That's because I'm forced to pick five games in that pool, and I don't always want to pick five games. So, Yeah, oh, yeah. So I I went back uh, six and two in the last two weeks. My overall record right now is 20-16 and one. So I am. I I haven't figured mine out, but. Obviously, I didn't. I didn't pick with you in week six because I was in Florida. But let me look real quick. One, two, five, seven, and one, nine, and three plus a parlay in the yeah. last two in week six and or five and seven combined. So that's uh, that's a lot of money if you're following this place. So I wish more people would get on board. Uh, so last week, I'll just do a quick recap from my end, and then I'll do like, go ahead and turn it over to you. Uh, Panther, Panthers, Giants. This was my only loss this week. Um, man, I, I don't know. I, the Panthers stink, dude. Dude, I, I would say what they start three and all, and I was, I was like, yeah, maybe that, maybe this team's onto something. Right, right. But as soon as as soon as McCaffrey, well, they had one good week after McCaffrey went down because I think he went down in week. Two, maybe three. I don't know. Chuba Hubbard had a good week. They, yeah, yeah. They so they they've been okay, but I think they're really missing uh, McCaffrey, and I think he might be back this week. They haven't ruled him out yet, so there's a, there's a chance we see him this week. But he that team, I thought I thought for sure beginning of the year, I thought they would compete in that NFC South, but I think they're they're just not there. No, they're not. Um, and, and we can talk about it real quick. Uh, Carolina's in the news this week for potentially getting Deshaun Watson as well as Miami. Uh, from everything I heard this week, there was serious conversations in Carolina, and then they actually backed out because of the uncertainty. I don't yeah. know about you. I'm actually getting sick and tired of the Deshaun Watson talk. I don't think he gets traded before Tuesday. I think you are an absolute idiot of a GM to basically mortgage your team with the amount of picks that Houston wants. And you have, first of all, you have no idea. Like this is what people are not. I think what most people are not understanding. Anybody that's like, I hope he goes here. hope he gets traded. I don't, here's what I don't think people understand. The NFL has zero information about this, this investigation. The investigation right now is a legal investigation. It has nothing to do with, uh, the NFL, the NFL has not placed him on the exempt list because they have no reason right now to put him on the exempt list. They don't have any information to say, well, we're going to do an investigation, but we'll put him on the commissioner's exempt list. Like they don't have that information. So the NFL is like, I can't give you information because they're basically waiting for all the legal things to sort out. Then they want everything to like kind of go through it. You're an idiot right now. In my opinion, if you basically mortgage your team with three first round picks over the next few years, 
for a guy you don't know if one's either a going to play football this year or next year or could possibly be in jail. Like to me, that's right. crazy. And he, and he's, he's, I'm, I'm what? It's a lot of money. Yeah, I'm 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 with you 100 percent because at the at, you know beginning of the year I was like, oh, if the Dolphins get him, that puts him in. But what are they? I don't know what their record is now. One and six, one and five, whatever their record is right now. It's like the there's no reason for the Dolphins to get him right now. What? Let's oh. it, it's same with the Panthers. I well, I mean the Panthers still probably are in like the wild card race in the NFC. Obviously, it's still very early on, but they still got that potential for the wild card if they wanted. But there's no reason for a team right now. I think if you wait for him, wait for the season to end, and see how if anything pans out in the off season, that's probably the time to go after him for the Dolphins. But for the Dolphins, I'm going to speak on the Dolphins. I guess right now, for their sake, there's no reason to go get him right now. Not sitting at one and five and probably one and six after this week. So I think in theory, he could play if he went to someplace else, because there's nothing like he's not suspended. He's not on the exempt list where he he needs to be. He's just not playing right now. Houston has never said they're just, they're waiting this out. So I think in theory, he could play But man. You'd look like a serious asshole. If you got him, played him, you know, three weeks from now and then found out like, Oh, by the way, we have to suspend him. (laughs) Yeah. You're up shit's Creek. So I, I don't, I think and, it's really stupid. And, it's a conversation. Yeah. And the NFL can certainly step in at that point and say, Hey, we're, we're going to suspend him or you, you're just not able to play him right now because we need to wait for the legal actions to right. take place on him. So yeah, it's, an, it's an image thing for sure. League wide. So, uh, so yeah, I, I don't, the Panthers stink. I don't, I don't know. There's no other way to put it. They made the giants look good. The giants suck, man. I, I, I We'll get into that in a minute, but uh, the next game I had uh, Titans Chiefs. I, I believe I said last week I like the Titans points four and a half, five and a half. Don't care. They won this game outright. I was not shocked by this at all. Uh, in fact, full disclosure, come game time, my bet that went in was Titans money line about three hours before kickoff. So I took the positive money and said it's. That's, I just feel that's the way it's going to go. And you know that I have been saying the Chiefs are in trouble for a long time. I've been saying this for weeks. So I like the Titans. Um, and they've got – yeah, Chiefs had a tough schedule too. I, we, uh, well, we talked about that last week. Uh, week. They played the yeah, Giants, but after this, week, but... they play like Packers. Might play the Buccaneers. I, I'm, don't quote me, but there's like Ra- – Ra- Raider. I think Raiders twice and Chargers again in the next like yes. six weeks. Yes. And the and we, Chargers, we're talking about because Raiders are yeah, yeah Raiders have their number the past couple of years so yep so and the Raiders are playing well right now so they're back to playing well uh, Raiders Eagles last week I had the Raiders minus three pretty easy cover there uh, Colts 49ers took the Colts plus four they won outright as I said last week I'm not a fan of Jimmy G this guy is overrated in my book and then the bonus pick I had last week that I threw in it wasn't in the blog I had the over in the Ravens Bengals game. Ray, or the Bengals almost got those on their own. So it was 46. Yeah. So they had four picks last week that were actually incorrect. Plus the, so my record is reflective of the blog. It doesn't reflect any like uh, the, the bonus stuff. So, so, I mean, in theory, I'm 21, 16 and one. So, and yeah. the parlay hit last week, 
I did an underdog parlay of plus 593, and it was Bengals plus six and a half, Titans plus four and a half, Colts plus four and a half. All three of those teams won outright. I love that. I love that underdog parlay. Um, re- quick recap on mine. I took the I took Ravens. Obviously missed that one, minus six and a half. I, I just I, – I, I thought I believed in the Ravens, but maybe I, I – Maybe I'm just ahead of myself right now. Um, hit the Titans, uh, just like you had. I missed the over in that game. Obviously, I thought Chiefs would put up some points. We saw the Bills put up a ton of points, and I thought we'd get in mid twenties from the from the Chiefs, but clearly we did not. Then I hit Arizona minus seventeen and a half. Houston's just a terrible team, um, and score got me hitting that game as well. So I was two and two in those picks, and then. Hit my parlay, which was Packers money line, Rams money line, Indy plus four and a half, Tampa minus twelve, and Arizona money line, um, and that that could have been a lot bigger if I took those three money line picks. If I took them with the spread, they would have covered anyways. That could have been a huge parlay, but uh, the way I took it was still plus four thirty three. So pretty happy with that week. Yeah, if, I I don't know. I just if people are not listening, people need to listen to this. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Like, there's a lot of it out there, but we might be the small town, podunk kids. But I'm, I do a lot of list. I have a lot of time watching a toddler all day to listen to a lot of stuff and do my research. So, and and, and she's making some of these picks. Just so yeah, you guys know. picks them. Um. So yeah, that was. I do have another parlay this week. I have. We'll get right into week eight. I'm not crazy about the entire board this week, but I do have a couple that I absolutely love. And I'm, I have a really good feeling you're going to be on board with this. So I'll let you actually start this week with your first pick. I'm going to, so I told you, I told everybody I'd take a, take something with the bills every week, just because that's where we're, we're in that area. Um, I am taking the bills minus 14, uh, which I think was the spread last week. I don't know. Or last, last, last night. I don't know if that's changed much today. The Dolphins are just not a good team right now. The Bills defense, and I think coming off coming off a bye and coming off the loss to the Titans, I think this team is focused. Um, we could, I think we could see them run six in a row um, before they get to Tampa, which could ultimately be a really good game week 13, 14, whatever, whatever game that is. Um, so I, I like Buffalo minus 14 this week. And I'm sure everyone's heard it already, but Bills lost a heartbreaker last year, the week before the bye, and came off the bye and then lose another game to the playoffs. Uh, so that's something to keep in mind. Uh, I might be at the game this week. I haven't decided yet. I'm just like, it's up in the air. I might just go to the game. I haven't decided. I, I, like, I like that. Just wing, just wing it and let it yep. go. Yeah, I'll just pick up some tickets on SeatGeek and go to the game. All right, my first pick of the week is I'm going to start with the Bucks and the Saints. I do like the Bills pick, by the way, and I have something with the Bills in it later. But Bucks Saints, uh, the line is currently five. I like the Bucks minus five. I'm calling this my lock of the week. I don't know. I don't know if it's because this is only the second home game for New Orleans, and they're giving them the benefit of the doubt there. I don't know if they're just overhyping the Saints. Saints are not a good football team. And we're, I mean, yeah, they beat Green Bay week one, but it was week one. And we've seen what Green Bay's done since. I don't think this is good for. I know you're a big Jameis fan because the old Florida State. Nah, but dude, right. that guy is. That dude's a wild card. That he is. <laughs> you don't know what you're going to get out of this guy. No, no, yeah, you don't. And 
Kamara's and I, I'm I'm on I'm on this with you as well with Tampa. Um, they, like I said, I love Jameis, but and I it is a I don't know if a lot of it they literally have no weapons besides Kamara. I mean they they have nobody on at receiver, just small. Now some of these guys could be decent three depth guys on on other teams, but. These guys need to step up and be ones and twos in, in this offense right now, and they just can't do it. There's some uh, things worth noting. Uh, Gronk is expected to return this week. Levante David is also expected to return, and he made a bigger impact than I thought he was going to right away. Richard Sherman is expected to return this week from a hamstring injury. So he seemed to actually like jump in there quicker than I expected to play and actually was did okay. Uh Everything on the Saints runs through, like you said, it runs through Kamara. And I think that's going to, that hurts them. So I yeah. have as a note that they are one-dimensional offense. Uh, they The Saints did acquire Mark Ingram this week from the Texans. Not sure it's really going to impact the actual outcome of the game. I feel like either way, even if you even if you factor in the Bucks defense that's below average, you the Bucks the Saints are not going to outscore Brady and the, everybody right. on the team. So I really like the I like the Bucks there minus five. I like that. Um, my next pick, I'm going with I'm going to stick with an underdog pick each week. Um, past couple weeks I've taken the Colts and been going well for me. This week I'm going to Sunday night. I am taking Minnesota money line against Dallas. Uh, games in Minnesota. I I think people just I just don't think they know Minnesota yet. And Cousins has been playing well. Minnesota has enough weapons on offense. Um, I, they're coming off of my – I just – obviously, Diggs, Diggs has been playing well in D- Dallas defense, but he, they, you can't – he can't cover four guys. Um, and I expect – Cook is probably healthy now. He was he was struggling with a couple injuries he's back. before the bye. Mm-hmm. So, he, he's back and healthy. Um, I, I like Minnesota money line this week. So I'm not sure how much you're aware of this, but uh, there is conversation that Dak is questionable to return this week. Yeah, and I don't yep, know. I that. So the line as of yesterday was Cowboys favored by one, one and a half. They're now yep. a three point. They're now a three point underdog. Oh wow! I, I did not see that. So, so as you guys are listening to this, I looked at lines on Thursday night, and as as you said, Dallas was minus one and a half at that point. So everything shifted, like, I'm not kidding you, probably around 4 o'clock today. We're okay. recording this on Friday. So everything right now indicates that Dak's not playing if the line's doing that. Or there was a ton of money coming in on Minnesota with the anticipation. Probably some people were like, hey, if I can get Minnesota plus one and a half, throw the money on there and hope Dak doesn't play. Like, get the line now. I considered it, okay? I, I went down Thursday. I put a couple of bets in for for Sunday, and I seriously considered, like, Hey, get the line now and put a bet in. I can always come back down and cancel this bet if I don't want to. If I don't want it, right? Well, yeah, I still will be returning back to the PA border to cancel some bets because I have Cowboys in some of these bets, and I just I'm not I'm not comfortable right now. But yes, that line did a huge shift, and right now it's Cowboys getting three points. So everything right now is he has not officially been ruled out, but the indication is based on the line he's probably not going to play. Now, if you're Dallas. And it's, I think if you're Dallas and you're even up in the air about it, I think you sit him, right? You're in a division that's pretty weak. So if you, even if you go in there and I mean, let's be honest, 
Dak doesn't play, Dallas loses this game. They do not have right. a good backup quarterback. So if Dak loses, it's it's one loss, and I don't think it really impacts the Cowboys that much. As far Who's as even their backup right now, they're trying you know, to find my other phone. I, I can't I, find it. I have no idea, but it was it's it's not. If we don't know, it's because it's not no newsworthy. So while you're looking that up, I will. Uh, I'll move on to my pick. What's I'm going to stay in the underdog category. This one is going to, this might get, this might shock you. And I can't believe I went with it. I'm taking the Lions getting three and a half points this week, playing the Eagles at home. You know, I, I, I like that pick. I, I have a pick in that game, but not for either team. So I don't have great statistical, like, holy shit, check this stat out. This might sway you. The only thing I can say is, other than the Lions screwed me over, and, and probably a few of us this year already, uh, I'm going to have to go with the Lions have lost some close games. Yeah. They really oh, yeah. have. And they were like a three-touchdown underdog last week or two, two and a half, like 14 and a half, something like that last week. Yeah. And yeah, it was huge. And at times it was like they, they were in that game up until the very end. So I think that they're losing close games. And the Eagles, on the other hand, they're getting their ass kicked and they backdoor cover a few games. So I, I yeah. really like the Lions this week. Plus three and a half. I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be opposed to the money line, but the the half a point for the three and a half is it, huge. Hundred percent. This comes down um, to a field goal and the Eagles kick one and then we still cover. Yep. Uh Cowboys backup is Cooper Rush. Yeah, the Cowboys lose that game. Yeah. Ain't, ain't nobody heard of Cooper Rush. No. Uh, my next pick, I'm going to stick with that Eagles-Lions game. I'm going under 48 and a half. Uh, when, I, when I saw the point total in that, I, I reread it like four times because I couldn't believe it said 48. I mean, the Eagles are – I think I looked up and I didn't write it down. I think they're only averaging like 18 points right now, and obviously the Lions aren't putting up a ton of points. Um, I, don't, I don't know how this game even gets to the 40s, to be honest. Yeah, so the big factor, in, in my opinion, is is golf getting comfortable. We know golf can play at a high level. That's that's just right. He has in the past. He's clearly capable of it. Um, Swift is starting to come into pretty good form there at running back for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's playing. He's playing. He's playing really well for them. And I, I, I think he's definitely beat expectations from what people thought. And I don't know if the expectations were low just because he was in Detroit, but. He's certainly getting a feel for this and playing much better than I think most people expected. I think this game's going to come down to coaching. And I will take Dan Campbell over, is it Sirianni? Yeah. Every day of the week. Just making a, you know, some are making a bonehead decision. So I, I just, I do, I like the Lions in this game. So, well, hey, when you're biting kneecaps. Yeah. No, just whatever you gotta do. Anybody who bites kneecaps, I'm I'm with them. <laughs> All right, I have one more pick, and then I have a prop bet that I do like this week. And then I'll give you my parlay. So my last blog pick is. Right. You might be with me on this one too already. Uh, Bengals Jets. I like the Bengals minus eleven and a half. Okay, the Jets. Do you know who Mike White is? Because he's playing quarterback this week for the Jets. Who? 
Yes. Who? Mike White. Mike White. Yes. Who? They did sign Joe Flacco. He's not playing. Corey Davis is not playing this week. The Jets are ranked last in total offense and they have the most turnovers in the NFL. And just, you know, a little other fact about Zach Wilson is he's tied with Patrick Mahomes for the most interceptions in the NFL. That makes my heart tickle just a little bit. Uh, for the Bengals. Tingly inside. Yeah, I get a little, little wig, a little, little piss shiver. Uh, the Bengals is the first time. You ready for this? First time they've ever been a double-digit favorite since 1982. You and I were not even born. Uh, yeah, that that is a long time ago. And, I mean, it it is surprising, but at the same time, it's not because you don't I, – I think – and I'd have to go look back at numbers, but there have been a ton of double-digit favorites or spreads this year already, and we're only at week eight. I think it's only going to get worse. I mean, obviously we're fans of Buffalo, but just looking at Buffalo's schedule over the next six games, there might be one game that they're not double-digit favorites. You're right. I mean, it's it's wild the amount of double-digit spreads we've seen already this year, and it's not going to stop. I'm setting my kids' toys off again. So if you guys hear it, just some fire truck or something going off here in the in the crate, but – <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm with. I, so I, I'm. They're they're part of my parlay. So uh, before I move on to parlays, I do want to throw this out there just for reference. Uh, the worst teams this year against the spread in the NFL: uh, Washington one and six, Jets one and five, Forty ers one and five, Chiefs two and five, Dolphins two and five. Those are your top five worst teams against the spread this year in the NFL. All right, I'm gonna I'll throw the prop bet in there because it is in the Bengals game. Uh, there's not a lot of prop bets posted right now out on FanDuel, but I do like Joe Burrow over 265 and a half yards passing. Uh, just very appealing to me, especially against the Jets defense. This guy might have, this guy might have 200 yards at halftime. So I, and I saw so him and we'll see how Breezy's uh, article comes out. Usually his first slate kind of tomorrow or Saturday. Um, as you guys are listening to this. I, I like Burrow at quarterback this week in DFS, but we'll see. We'll see what Breezy likes this week. See how but. much he is too. Yeah, we, that that's the other key. He he is. I think he's like seventy eight, eighty one, somewhere in there, um, which isn't terrible. But how much is you know if they get up twenty or thirty, is he going to throw the ball? That's that's the other issue. The problem is, is if they blow them out. We ran into that yeah. last week. I played Derrick Henry in a lineup and. It blew up the Chiefs, and he basically didn't do anything in the second half. So, Exactly. Um, do you want to go to your parlay first? you want me to get my last pick before we hit parlays? Your last pick, sir. I am going to – I'm going to take Seattle minus three and a half um, at home against Jacksonville. I know Geno Smith and everything, but I don't see Jacksonville stopping Metcalf and Lockett. Uh, I – and Seattle being at home, Lawrence in a tough environment. I was, I was trying to think back of where he's played this year on the road. And I'm guessing it's been nowhere like Seattle. Um, so I, I do like Seattle minus three and a half this week. But according to Joe Burrow, it wasn't very loud in Baltimore because he, it's louder SEC games. <laughs> That's what he said. He, he's probably not lying. Right. There's probably more fans, I mean, actually. Some of those states. I, I say you, you get 35,000 more people. It's a little, it's a, 
I went to the damn New York State Fair last weekend, and there must have been on Saturday, must have been six or seven hundred thousand people. I've never seen so many people in my life. Up, you were up here was, for the fair? No, no, North Carolina State North Carolina. Fair. Yeah, come on. If I was up there, I would have stopped. I would have stopped and saw you. Come on. I would have been here. <laughs> All right. So my parlay this week is you, you can you can get it on FanDuel. You do have to dig for it. Uh, so these are alternate spreads. I took four teams, alternate spreads. Okay. Bills minus six and a half against the Dolphins. The Rams minus ten and a half. And they are playing the Texans. Excellent. So both of those lines are are giving up fewer points than an actual line. Bengals minus 13 and a half. So that's two more points than that's so they gotta win by two touchdowns. And Bucks minus 10 and a half. Okay. Those odds are plus 1,232. I like those those are those are not bad. Yeah. Boy. So I spent probably, I probably spent 45 minutes today building that parlay. So I will probably venture back down to PA to get that in. So that is my parlay for the week. Bills minus six and a half, Rams minus 10 and a half, Bengals minus 13 and a half, and Bucks minus 10 and a half. Yeah, plus, and, and so everybody, everybody, yeah, and for everybody listening, like, look into those alternate spreads because you, you you can get some, especially some, like the Tampa Bay one, if you can get them, even at, Minus six and a half. It's at what five, five and a half right now. If he goes to six and a half, even if you take him at six and a half, I, I would still feel, feel very comfortable with that at Tampa. So, right or at New Orleans. So, because you got to think in terms of six, spreads. like everything's yeah. a touchdown or you know, a three. So, if you're going to take five and a half, a field goal doesn't do it. So, you might as well get some better odds and go like six and a half. Exactly. Um, so my parlay, and I, and I apologize, everybody, I forgot to write down what this was odds wise, but I have Tampa minus four and a half, Cincy minus 11 and a half, KC minus nine and a half. And I think that line has changed a little bit. And I, like I said, these are last night's odds that I was looking at Rams minus 14 and a half. And then I'm taking Washington plus three at Denver. I the Heineke, like, the Heine, the I Heineke like man. Den- Denver's another team stinks. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Ter- they're ter- terrible. I thought they were going to be promising when we saw them beginning of the year. The defense looked good and everything, but they are bad. They're bad. And just for the record, I didn't bet it yesterday, but I did get a text message from somebody and said, Hey, I want to bet the game tonight. Packers. They want to know if do you, do, you, do they take the Packers or do they take Arizona? And I, and I was honest. I said, listen, I'm not sold on Arizona. Arizona's only played, I think, two or three teams that are above 500. I'm not sold on them. Packers defense is also slightly underrated, in my opinion. They don't give up. They have not given up. They're like seventh in points allowed this year. They're like, they're pretty steady right there. And I was like, I know it's three wide receivers out, but it's Aaron Rodgers. He's smart enough. They're going to come out with a game plan, right? I said, Packers money line. Use your crazy. They're six point, six and a half point dog. Go. Packers money line. He goes, you're crazy. I go, I might be, but it's also Aaron Rodgers, And I really, I find it hard to bet against that guy. I'm, I was a hundred percent with you. I, I, I loved, and I think we said it a couple of weeks ago when uh, I forget where the Packers were at their th- uh, San Fran, maybe on Sunday, Monday night, there were three point dogs. And we said, if you're giving Aaron Rodgers points, you got to take, 
Yeah. You absolutely have to. And I, and I, and I love the Packers last night. I was, I kicking myself cause I didn't realize I didn't make picks in our, our pool last night until after the game had started. Um, and I really want to take the Packers and just completely forgot about them. I'm too focused on the Atlanta Braves winning the world series, but um, we got if, if Aaron Rodgers is getting points, you, I mean, you have to say, I don't care who's out and who's out, who's in anything like that. Um, Aaron Rodgers with points is nine out of 10 times. I'm taking that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I do want to mention a couple games that I would absolutely avoid this week. Um, Bears 49ers, Lions 3, wouldn't touch it. I just wouldn't. Don't trust either quarterback, any organization in that game right now. Uh, Brown Steelers, 3.5, wouldn't touch it. We still don't know what's going on. Baker Mayfield, although the Browns looked pretty good last week or Thursday night, right? They played uh, yeah. with a backup running back who was rock solid, but running backs are diamond dozen in my opinion. Uh, they still look pretty good, but uh, I, I just wouldn't, I wouldn't trust it right now. Cause even if Baker plays case Keenum's got history with the head coach there, but if Baker plays and somehow gets hurt, again, I just, I don't trust it. Don't. Yeah. Uh, I would stay away from that for sure. Uh, I don't think there was anything else game wise. I'm staying, I'm staying away from Carolina, Atlanta. That's and, another as one. We talked, we, as we talked about earlier, Carolina, I don't, they might be bad. They might be good. I, I have no idea. And, Atlanta could put up points or they could put up three. I, I Neither one of those teams, I have no idea what's going on right now. Um, so I would – at three points, I, at, uh, Atlanta's favored by three right now. Um, I would stay away from that. I do – would also stay away from Chargers-Patriots. That that one I was surprised to see. I don't know Mine's what the line is at now. Eight now? Eight. So yesterday it was four. That's eight. Wow. So just, we don't know. We saw the Chargers two weeks ago. They, they stunk up the joint. And you and I talked about how we can't, you know, Herbert's got too many ups and downs and inconsistent. And then you're going to go, you're going to yeah. play, you know, you got New England coming in and playing on the road. But the thing with New England is, yeah, they put up a ton of points last week, but they played the Jets. And Mac Jones has progressed in the last couple of weeks. He hasn't played great teams either. Right. It, and so that's another thing for, for those listening think about if you look at these lines look at what they opened at and what they're at now if they have moved that much if there's nothing noticeable to why they like we talked about minnesota with Dak being out like that one's understandable moving that much but some of these with even that one moving four four and a half points that's a lot and there's there's got to be something in your head that's got to trigger to say yeah, i don't i don't know if this if this game is right to pick the big thing yeah. is zero there. If the line crosses zero and goes the other way, like hundred percent, you really or like you said, a big swing from like four to eight, like that's crazy. So yeah, I mean, I think it was last week there was one game the line moved more than a point. So just yeah, the red flags. Yep. So you got anything else? No, let our screens be green. Yep. So that's uh, that's all I have, and I mean. Speaking of red flags, I mean, remember, bet responsibly. These aren't these aren't guarantees. They're just we do some research, we do some homework, we try to bet responsibly. Um, so we appreciate if you are listening, and yeah, bet responsibly, please. Uh, that's it for this week, guys, and I will see you guys next week.